When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. On this episode of Phantom Milk Podcast, Rob's voice is groggy. It's nice, though. I like it. Intro music. Yes. I think we've got dance moves. We got dance I'm just moves. Saying. We got skills, yo. Anyway, it's Bantha Milk Podcast. We're back. We are back. You know it would be good if we figured out some way in like the technology now. I know this is a big ask from us. Um, <laughs> but to like flip my image so that this actually reads Bantha Milk Podcast. <laughs> and it's not, not just, backwards. Just whatever, you know. <laughs> Kalim Atnab. Right, that's really which is, funny. Which is a fun way to say it. Anyway, it is a fun way uh, of saying. Happy uh, St. Patrick's Day to us all. Hello, um, and a top of the morning to top you. Top of the evening to you all. I um, just tried to flip it, and it is it flip? No, it's the same thing. No, nah, it's okay. It's okay. Maybe for the next one. Maybe. Either way, uh, we're both wearing greenish. Greenish. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we both. Uh, yeah. We don't have a true. Uh, for those of you listening at some other point in the week it is friday of saint patrick's day uh which is very uh important holiday in america somehow um somehow yes so i I looked up and googled um you did just flip us in in the in the youtubes okay but but it's not that's interesting yeah it actually says it says Bantha Milk Podcast on the YouTube. There we go. I fixed it. All the dozens of people watching right now. Yes, they are. They're, They're all watching. They're going to love it. They're going to be so happy that they can see it the right way now. Look at us. We're all we're all technological and stuff. We're fancy. Anyway. Um, anyway, I uh, Googled it. was uh, 13 fun facts about uh, St. Patrick's Day or something like that. And uh, <laughs> you, you know what St. Patrick did, right? What his big claim to fame was he, he got killed didn't he well before that i don't know i mean i'm sure he's dead now because it was probably uh, probably um but he was the one that took the got rid of the rats or the snakes got rid of all the snakes from ireland oh that was like his big thing was he he escorted out all the got rid of all he the snakes escorted them escorted them he said follow me single file folks single file right behind me go yeah. over here on this boat get out uh and then in this it said uh well that's a fun story the uh there's no DNA research of any sort to show or fossil resort fossils references at all of any snakes ever being on Ireland. Who needs them? So, so because the the bones also followed him out. Right. Yes. What, on, the dude. ones that died before he took them out, Check they they left also. I'm saying that's right. Bam. So there we go. So uh, that was a fun one. So happy St. Patrick's. Happy St. Patrick's to all Day. the snakes in Ireland. That's right. To all of them and to the Green River in Chicago. Yeah, I lived in Illinois for a couple of years and. They make Were you close to Chicago? Like two hours. Okay. Not really. I mean, so, but two hours away in Illinois is like, you know, three towns away. 
Right. You know, you have you have long leagues of nothing but corn, and then you hit a couple. And you towns. hit a town, yeah. whatever. So, did you ever go and see the Green Green Not River? Not the Green River. No. no. I mean, I saw it in the uh, in the off season, and it wasn't exactly the cleanest river. No. But it actually, you know, parts of Chicago are actually very clean. Yes. Uh-oh. What happened? Hey, We're starting again. We're Here starting we go. all over again. Well, that, no, 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 no. All right. Um, um, yeah. So, and, and fun fact about that that fun thing that I that I read today. Was that when they did it the first time? It was uh, by the plumbers union. They used this. They put this powder stuff into the water so that they could see where there was cracks and stuff in the pipes because the water would turn green or whatever. So they they dumped a hundred pounds of the stuff into the water, and the very first time they did it, uh, then it lasted for a week because it was so much powder. They so the next year so they, they had to they had to like fine tune it. Yeah, they had to know, fine tune find it. the right find it, the right amount. It took them three years to fine tune it. The next year they only put fifty pounds in, and then it lasted for three days. Okay, and then they only put twenty five pounds in the third year, and it lasted for one day. And then they also discovered because this was in the 1960s. So how much lead was in it? Yeah, that's what they discovered <laughs> next was that after like five or six or seven or ten years of it doing it with this chemical, that it was pretty bad for the environment, and they were Shocking. actually doing more damage than Shocking. good. So yeah, it's weird that it's something that turns water to a neon green color would be bad for the environment. Imagine. Uh, yes. Sorry, I just got distracted by this like obelisk that you have uh, that was not here before. Oh yeah, the Mayan sunstone. Yeah, it's yes. nice. I got that when we went to Mexico, and it was upstairs forever, uh, but then I brought it down here. It reminds yes. me of Legends of the Hidden Temple. Yeah. Did you ever watch that uh-huh. when yeah. I was a kid? Yep. When you were, <laughs> so I think my brother went to that. Was he, he wasn't on the show, but his school went, and he was in the audience for the filming. Okay. Where I, on the other hand, was on Double Dare. Were you really? Yes, that's amazing. Yeah, the very first season it wasn't of Double Family Dare. Double Dare then. It wasn't Family because Double Dare. First this season was just was it? It was uh, Mark. Mark Summers, Summers was still the host. Yeah, he was the original host. What he was the do? only host. Um, we didn't get to do any of the physical challenges. It was Bummer. very disappointing. But, but at the beginning of each, after each commercial break, you do some kind of dumb physical challenge thing. Um, the first one was the girl, the girl that I was with, she had to chew gum and stick it on goggles on my face that I was whatever. And the person who did it first got two pieces of gum on the goggles. They won. So the other team won that. And then, oh, the second one we had to, uh, put a burlap bag over us and skimmy, skimmy, shimmy, shimmy shimmy across the stage, Squammy. squammy, and then. Ripped the bag. I went first. Had to take the bag off me. And then she put the bag on, and she had to go back, and she could not get across the and stage. How old were you when you were doing this? This eighth grade. Okay. I was in eighth grade. She was is in seventh grade. Is there video evidence of this? There is. You can go on Paramount Plus right now. Plug for no Paramount way. Plus. Yep. You can go on Paramount Plus right now. You can go on Nickelodeon on Paramount Plus, and then under Double Dare, they have every season of Double Dare is wow. now on Paramount Plus. And you're on there. Season one, I think it was like episode 36 or something. I just recently showed it to, like last Mark and Pierre showed it to, to my kids. That's amazing. I'm going to have to check that I'm out. Like, look I don't at have this Paramount kid. Plus. Yeah, I have it. I'll show you before yeah, you leave. Yeah, that's amazing. I'm like, look at this kid. They're like, is that you? That's I'm like, good. yeah. Eighth so, grade. Eighth grade. All so right. you well. want to see a young uh, me... Then you can check it out His on Paramount Plus. Pr- probably cracking. It was probably just cracking like that, then, then. Yeah, too. just like that then as well. Exactly. Yeah. I already poured myself some. Beer I did not yet. Yeah, I have so some more uh, New England Brewing Company. Supernaut. Supernaut. Ask uh, Supernaut what you can do for your country. <laughs> ask Supernaut what your country can do. Can Wait, do, it's the other ask way. Ask right? what your Supernaut can do for you. That's right. That's right. Ooh, that was a good. You got a good. That was JFK. a good one. Yeah. Ask not what your country can do for you. Not. 
Not. It's like uh, like Dora the Explorer. Right? <laughs> She's for whatever reason from from Boston. She's from Boston. She's Dora the Explorer. Dora, Dora, Dora the Explorer. Well, we are actually a Star Wars podcast. Said who? Said somebody once. Oh right, you yes. flipped this. Now I guess they can read it. They I can guess. read it now. They don't know that we're a, a vintage ga- children's game show uh, podcast. That'd be a good one though. Oh man. We should start another, uh, we could do, go through all the episodes of Double Dare. There we go. Break them all down. And, we could and call it Double Dare Doubled. Double, <laughs> double Double Dare. Bantha Dare Pod. No, okay. Let's talk know. about Star Wars. We'll talk about Star Wars. <laughs> I'm going to have a sip of this. Yes. Cheers. Uh, and we've got two Mandalorian mugs we're, we're drinking we do. out of, which is good because there was a time during these shows uh, this week that we we saw a couple Mandalorians. We there was there was some time. There was about seven minutes of a fifty nine minute episode where we saw Mandalorians. Yes, there was at least eighteen minutes of Mandalorian. There was the beginning was very Mandalorian. All right, so this is let's get through all the rest of our yeah, nonsense yeah, this first. Is, there's other stuff. There's other stuff. Guys, yeah, slow down. Slow down. Guys, uh, and guys. you know what? Because of this episode, I don't even I don't even have any news for you unless you have some news for us. I don't, yeah, here's some news. There was an episode of Mandalorian. No, Mandalorian came out. Yeah. Um, so this is our episode 94. Socialmeds, hit us with all our socialmeds. Socialmeds, we're on Facebook at banthamilkpodcast.com. You can check out our Facebook group. Facebook.com slash groups slash Sacred Jedi Texts. You can check us out on Instagram at Instagram.com. Who goes to Instagram.com? What are we in 1992? <laughs> AOL keyword Instagram. <laughs> um, and we are at Bantha Milk Podcast. Uh, you can check us out on Twitter, but only if you have sent uh, Elon Musk your rent check um, uh, for your blue, blue mark. We're at Bantha Blue Mark. Blue Mark, Bantha Milk. Blue um, Mark, Bantha Milk. Uh, I guess that's not technically us, but that's okay. Uh, anyone <laughs> can be Bantha Milk. That's messed up, man. Um, you can check us out on. <laughs> you can check. <laughs> I'm sorry. You can check us out on TikTok if you want to see Rob's <laughs> most recent exploits, because I didn't realize you had uploaded yet more. So now you have two videos. Two of there. them. Yeah. So Cameron did a second one that is on her with account. With Sherry in it, right? With Sherry. With the, the whole family. Sherry, yeah. Cameron, and I. Yeah. We're all dancing again. And then Cameron tagged, tagged Bantha Milk in it again. So now, uh, once again, we are... Super famous in the township that we teach in. Well, how come none of them are in our chat right now? I know, yeah. right? Because we're not doing this on TikTok. If we were doing this on TikTok, they'd all be here. They'd be, yeah, and yes. they'd be renegating and what well, That's right, they'd be doing it so. all. So if you want to see me dance once a week or less just because my daughter Can I, can I enjoys... see the less version of that? <laughs> yes, you got <laughs> I'd it. I'd like to subscribe for that one. You would subscribe for that yes. one. Less than less than once <laughs> a week. But yes, it is fun once a week to have every kid in the school go, I saw your TikTok. And I go, I don't know what you're talking about. And they go, no, you were dancing. I was like, with your daughter. I, I follow her on TikTok now. And I'm like, super. Just what yeah, I want yeah. is every kid in Cinnamon to follow following daughter. my daughter yeah, on it. TikTok. So yeah, so she's happy that she is super TikTok famous in, in, in our town. And so are you. And so am I, yes. So, uh, so there's all the social media. Freestyle watches, still uh, 10% off. Nick is still angry about it because he wants a freestyle watch band for his this Google watch. watch. Yeah, boring. Band. Yep. So you can go check that out in our show notes on our website, bantamilkpodcast.com. We have that link there as well. Ooh, Star Wars kind of trivia. Love it. I'm going to look at the one that doesn't have the answers and see if I can guess what the answers are also as we're doing it. I'm, re- I'm ready for this. Uh, what character plays in both games of 
Dejark, D-E-J, Dejark, Star Wars chest depicted in the movie series. Chewy. I'm going to say Chewy as well. Either Chewy or 3PO, but I think it's Chewy. I think it's Chewy. Yeah. yeah. So let's see if we were right in a minute. Uh, when Padme's twins are born, Leah is taken to Alderaan and oh, Luke. Pa. Oh, pa. <laughs> Sorry, it's that stupid mother droid. Go ahead. <laughs> and Luke is sent with whom? Um, Steve, evil guy. Evil Steve. Evil Steve. Evil Steve yeah, is evil the correct Knievel. answer. Evil can evil. Yeah. They went on a dirt bike tour around the country. They sure did. The they were galaxy. jumping over buses, uh, jumping over galactic buses. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, it love was very good. journey for Luke. Mm, that's a good. So we'll see if that is a correct answer as well. And what species of small mammaloid bipeds inhabit the forest moon of Endor? And I will give you a hint. It is not a bird that you like. Porgs. Oh, well. It is not porgs. Uh, well, then that would have to be uh, the Gundark. The Gundark. W-E-O-K. W-E-O-K. That's, that's how it's spelled. I, that is how it's spelled. Of, all of the letters are silent. <laughs> <laughs> it's just pronounced Gundark. It's just pronounced Gundark. <laughs> it's the strangest thing. W-E-O-K is spelled Gundark. Gundark. Yeah. All right. Well, these were very, very easy, of course. The chess was the hardest of the three of them, and yes, it was Chewbacca. Nailed it. And then, oh, Evil Steve, you were so close. Uh, it is Obi-Wan Kenobi. Evil, evil Steve, Obi-Wan. I think we can pretty much confirm that they're the same person. Yep, they're the same thing. And they haven't told us in, in Star Wars lore so far that Steve, Evil Guy, and Obi-Wan are not the same person. Have you seen them together? Never I've once. never seen them together, so obviously they're the same person. And then, of course, the little animals are the Ewoks, so they were pretty easy. I hope everybody at home playing along got all three of those correct. Because and if not, why are you watching this podcast? <laughs> why are you watching this? Uh, you were listening, right? You mm. probably have things more relevant to you that you could listen that to. But I appreciate the listen. You know, it's probably people like, you know, Karen, who are just pressing play on us in the background because I want to support the boys. Yeah, I'm just going to play it for them because I, I, I care. Yeah. All right. Uh, Puny Pod, Scraping the Vault. Scrape that vault. Um, Bantha Milk and the Supreme Resort. Don't forget to check all those shows out as well. Yeah, and, and, and you know, check out the Ears Up Patreon. Ears Up Patreon. every time you send them money, we get to smile. We smile. We don't even know. But uh, yes, but I'm we, sure it's it's it goes to a good cause. It goes right into Uncle Jason's pocket, and he buys new um, rollerblades. Rollerblades. I was gonna say PlayStation no, Five. Rollerblades. Rollerblades. He's really big into rollerblades. He's a big rollerblade. He's got a big collection. He's got a 1962 pair of Smithwicks. Oh, like they're top. Yeah, they're very nice. Smithwicks. Isn't that like a candy thing or something? Probably. Or, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, he has uh, he has the five wheel rollerblades for all the speed rollerblading sure. that he does. I saw him do eleven wheel rollerblades. Eleven wheel rollerblades, yeah, like this long, uh-huh. like cross country rollerblading. I also saw he wanted to do the off roading rollerblades, so he's got the rollerblades with the oh, big the inflatable big wheels yeah. underneath it. Yeah, he's yeah. a he's a very you avid think he rollerblader. Has wheelies. He has heelys. Heelys. That's he right. has heelys. He has a pair of those because you can't wear rollerblades into the grocery store, but you can wear heelys. That's right. Do you remember soaps? No. When I was a kid, soaps were the big thing, and I was always so upset because I couldn't get them because I lived in like a skateboard-heavy area. Okay. And soaps were sh- like skater shoes, and on the on the inside, like where the what's the freaking meaty part of your foot? I don't even remember. The, uh, the ball of your foot, the heel of your ball, foot, the heel, arch of your arch, foot. Yes, the arch, the arch of your foot. Good lord. Um, <laughs> there, there was just like a semi-rounded hard spot so that you could grind down poles and stuff on it oh oh okay i see what you're saying uh, like on on the bottom yeah. yes okay 
um, and I really wanted them. And That's pretty cool. And I was always upset about it, and here I am, 35 years old, talking about Still it. Still so talking about it. It must have uh, it must have caused some damage. I when guess. I was a kid, the big sneaker was it were zips. 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 Did they zip up? They had no. That was kangaroos. Okay. There were kangaroo sneakers that had little pockets. When you were on a them. kid, they also had the the. The freaky freezes, the, the puff them up uh, shoes. Oh well, uh, yes, that was when I was in high school. That the, right, because I was a kid when those. Yeah, the uh, Reebok pumps. Yes, yes, because you got to pump them up to protect yourself uh, against maximum viscosity and thermal breakdown. Yeah, that's, um, that's straight out of the commercial. I that, well, that was from uh, oil commercial, but I would always tell people I'm pumping them up to do that, and they were like, "Yeah, that's awesome." <laughs> I love that. Um, but yeah, no, we had zips, which zips make you zoom was the commercial. So I wanted zips because they made, they made you, you faster. They made you go faster. They're like Achilles. Like they gave you Achilles. Yes. Yeah. Like they didn't footwear. make me go any faster. I was still slow as dirt, mm. even with my zips on. That's a bummer. That's false advertising. It was false advertising. It was the 70s, right? It was the 70s. You would think by then America would be litigious enough to sue for that. No, they they didn't. Because it was it was advertising to kids. So kids, they couldn't prove that. You're you allowed to lie to kids. You're allowed to lie to kids. Kids That's don't right. have lawyers. No, they do not. <laughs> Uh, I didn't find any news because this episode was so long. I knew we were going to spend a long time breaking down this episode, so I didn't really find any news. So we can skip right over ding, that. Ding, ding, ding. No Star Wars news. No Star Wars well, news. We can just go right into the commercial. Let's let's commercialize. Let's then, let's contribute to America's uh, booming capitalist market. That's right. Uh, this this is brought to you by uh, by this commercial by the, from Paramount by the bank, Plus by the banking industry uh, <laughs> by Silicon Valley Bank. Please please don't take any more money out. And we're back. Yes. Yes. That was that was a great I commercial. Hope, we I hope you heard had. a commercial there. And if you did, someone made money, and it wasn't us. It wasn't us. Uncle Jason just made money. All right, so now for the show. On with the show. We haven't done this for the past three episodes, but we're going to do it now. Just letting you know, spoiler alert, we're going to talk all about this episode. Yeah, I mean, it's the in the title. Convert, yeah, you know, like bloopers and... Uh, Easter eggs, Easter eggs, and, uh, and breakdown of the show. So you should know that we're going to break down the speaking show. Speaking of Easter eggs, my wife, you, do you remember the church that used to make those chocolate peanut butter eggs in, in town and the chocolate? And they would bring them eggs? to yes. Uh, I don't know what's going on. We haven't had them in years, but my wife is currently at home making the peanut butter ones. Oh, very nice. Very so you're very, very excited about yeah. that. Anyway, anyway, the convert. Next time we see Nick, he'll be three hundred pounds, likely, likely. likely. Um, so the convert was very strong at the beginning. Very strong at the beginning. I, I would say it was a strong episode, but the beginning it was particularly strong. Yes. Um, w- uh, we gave last week's episode an A minus ish. Yes. Right, and the one mm-hmm. before it B plus. What What are you thinking about this one? I I want to know where it's going because as of right now, without the follow up, and I did watch Screen Rant um, for his take on it. He loved this episode. Mm-hmm. He loved all the symbolism, and he could see all this other stuff and blah, blah, blah. I would give it a C plus. Okay. It, this is my lowest rated uh, episode. I feel there's always one dud. And as of right now, without knowing where this is going, I feel like this was a dud episode. Except the Mandalorian part of it was really good. Right. The part about our good friend, I was going to say Paz Visla, but it's not Paz Visla. Um, oh, dear. Oh dear. Loud noise. Our good friend, uh, Dr. Penn no, Pershing. Dr. Pershing. Yes. 
Dr. Pershing's, it was just a completely different... This is kind of like in Book of Boba Fett when they had the great episode about the Mandalorian in the Book of Boba right. Fett. This was just an episode about non a non-Mandalorian. And what angered me the most about it was we're only getting eight episodes. It was... Is that what we're getting? Yeah, it was 803 days between season two and season three. Yeah. We are only getting eight episodes, and one entire 45 minutes of the 59-minute episode was all about Dr. Pershing's. Now, I can see why, because he was working, doing the DNA splicing of Grogu and all this stuff, and we have a good feeling that they were trying to do that to bring back... Palpatine again right um so the meaning behind it and the purpose behind it I get but did we need to make it 45 minutes of all just him is my question yeah I'm one part of me is wondering if they spent so much money making that first scene so good that they had to make this episode a long sort of non high stakes one in the end right sure because I mean and the CGI looked great yeah, like, like you know, we, again, I, and I couldn't, I can't help but compare anything to that scooter race mm-hmm. anytime I do it, just because it's like, this is the same freaking company. Yeah, this is the, same, is company. the same company. And the scooter this. race was so bad, yeah. and this, and all of this was so good. And you know, when we sat down, I actually watched it uh, in my classroom with Brian. Okay. Um, and as we were sitting down to watch it, we saw how long it was. We're like, and Brian was like, "This is like half a Star Wars movie we're about to get." That's yeah. Awesome. And like. It wasn't really right. Like, yeah. Like, and, and, you know, after the first one, we were like, yeah, this is freaking rad. And then we we're just kind of like, all right. All right. Yeah. So an, an old friend actually texted me that uh, hasn't texted me in months. Wow. It's quite the indictment. No, even I take that back even years. Wow. And some friend, some friend. And all he wrote was I legit fell asleep watching this week's episode. Which I'm like, okay, I was I was watching it because I kept waiting to see where it's going, what's going to happen. Yeah, and I've had a couple conversations with people this week about that because, like, you know, it with this show, I feel like it's always about the long, like, story the long arc, game. You know, yeah, like what's going to happen at the end of this season versus what's going to happen at the end of this episode, and it's part of the reason. I mean, the big reason I don't like that they, uh, or I do like that they don't release all the episodes at once is because we can do this once a week and it makes more sense. Mm -hmm. Um, But I feel like this is probably a show that's easier and better digested all at once. All at once. Yeah, because you can get the, if it's eight episodes, four to five hour movie. Right. You get it all at one time. And you can, you don't have time to complain about the boring episode because in 10 minutes you go, oh, it paid off. It paid off. Yeah, we get the payoff on the next episode. Mm -hmm. Now we have to wait a week for that payoff. Yeah. And, uh, and so it gives you time to be like, man, that episode was not as good. And, you know, we're, we're acting like it was bad. This episode, I think, is better than anything we got in Book of Boba Fett. True. Aside from the Mandalorian episodes. Yes. You know, I don't think it was a bad episode. I don't think it was. A, and um, and I liked I liked the storytelling. I liked what happened. I like. The acting was great. The acting was great. I liked all, all that. It, and it, it, like, it did paint a really, um, you know, false utopian, like, the, again, like any, like, hey, here's the Republic. They're, they're great, right? 
No, they're doing the exact same. They're crap. doing the exact same you know, crap like that the Empire did. Yeah. Or, oh, you're brainwashed. We're gonna unbrainwash. Like, you know, yeah. It's like. Mm-hmm. And 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 so it, it for that it is, and it's also like showing the start of the republic falling apart and the first order yeah I think, and the first order I think what forming we're seeing, um with uh alia kane mm-hmm. is the name of the and i liked her um i think what we're seeing is like the hopefully the rumblings of the first order like, like yeah they're, they're starting to rebuild that and like again if she's stealing this cloning equipment maybe that has something to do with how we eventually you know get a new body for palpatine or something right you know. yeah so also um on imdb they have their own rating system that is based off of people rating the shows. Right. So this is, you know, just whatever. But season one, episode one, rating 8.6 with 32,000 votes. Season episode two, 8.5, The Child. Episode three, The Sin, 8.9. Right. So I knew season two, I I was thinking it was the third episode that was the transport, the spider, es- the spider yeah. episode. And I was like, what is this? Every third, the third episode of every season is always the dud episode. But chapter three of season one was The Sin, which was... Chapter three of season one was awesome. Was awesome. I remember that was when we got that big Mandalorian fight where they all came in and saved the day. And we like, yeah, I remember that one just being... Yeah, so I was like, okay, that theory is thrown out the door. Um, Season four was Sanctuary. That's the one where they went to like the blue planet. That one had a low rating of 7.7. The gun gunslinger episode that was the worst one. That was the one with that dumb kid who wanted to be the next Han Solo, right. and he was an idiot. That was a seven point five. That was the lowest rating. And then eight point three nine nine point two for the finale. Season two, very similar. Eight point eight, seven point eight, eight point seven, eight point three, nine point three, nine point one, eight point nine, nine point eight. That's the for Luke Skywalker. The Luke Skywalker oh, yeah, episode. Of with 57,000 votes. So it has the most votes by far yeah. and has the highest rating by far. And now season three, chapter one was a 7.6, mm-hmm. which I understand why, because it was mostly like, a, hey, we haven't been here in a long time, so let's refresh your memory. Right. We, but again, if we're only getting eight episodes, do that in the recap. Do that in the recap, you know? And, uh, and also... They, uh, John Favreau has now said, I was going to say numerous times, but he probably only said it once, but it's been picked up by 10,000 numerous, numerous yeah. things about how having the big Grogu meeting up with, uh, Din Djarin during Book, Book of Boba, Boba Fett, Fett was a bad idea right. now because nobody watched Book of Boba right. Fett in comparison. So they had to recap that in episode one, but everybody who saw Book of Boba Fett is like, okay, why are you doing this again? Yeah. Last week, last week's episode was an eight point five, and now this week's episode is the lowest rated of all of them. It's a seven point three, right? Um, which I can see because, you know, more than half of it was all about Doctor Pershing's, which I'm sure is going to have a big payoff in the future. But as a, as when you first watch it, and then you're like, that's it. Yeah, and and again, you know, after that amazing first part. I was at the very least hoping to pop back and forth between stories. Right. But they completely departed the one story to tell this entire story. Mm-hmm. And then we go back for another like five minute. Just for a very end. Yeah. Done. Right. Like, oh, don't forget. This is a Mandalorian yeah. show. So here's a Mandalorian back at the end. So, yeah. So what would you give it? I said I said C plus. What would you say? I think C plus is a, is a good score. Okay. Right. So and with a 7.3, it looks like, you know, IMDb is giving it like a C minus. So, yeah. Yeah. That's not far off. Not far think. off. Yeah. 
All right, so let's give it a rundown now of the whole thing. Get that, rundown run, <laughs> get that rundown for me. What did you want Just, on that uh, rundown? faxing a rundown <laughs> to my dad. <laughs> <laughs> What's a rundown? <laughs> uh, so we start off, and this is what I, I wish I would have thought of it before we did our show last week because in the middle of the week I thought of this, and obviously it was too late, but... Uh, I realized Bo Katan was the only one that saw the the mythosaur, mythosaur yep. because Din was knocked out for some reason. For some reason, still don't know why. Yeah, like, and still, even he, in he this just episode, said, like uh, it was deeper than I thought. Yeah, but like, like how heavy is Mandalorian armor? Like why did he pass out? Why did he pass out? And he fell very, very far. And fast. And fast, because she was using her jetpack to get down to him, yeah. and he was already down there. Yeah. So he fell super fast, yeah. super far. That was weird. So uh, I mean, I'm, again, maybe the mythosaur, but like we didn't see the mythosaur have any tentacles or anything. We no, saw we him just saw his head. Up. Yeah. Like, so he wasn't like awake and like, hey, I got you freaking like. Ugh. Yeah. Or even like if there was like an octopus at the bottom that she had to shoot yeah. because he like the octopus was like wrapped around him or something right. or a something squid or something. How he got down that far that fast. Did not, I, whoa. Watch out for that first step. It's a doozy. <laughs> it's a doozy. <laughs> <laughs> so she said, did did did, uh, did you see anything? And he was like, no. Nah, bro. And then I like the fact that she didn't say anything either. Mm-hmm. Because now, and and when my son called me, he I was like, well, somebody is going to tame the mythosaur. So who's it going to be? Is it going to be Din who winds up taming the mythosaur? Or is it going to be Bo-Katan? It's going to be Bo. And I'm I'm thinking it's gonna be Bo. So Bo's gonna realize she doesn't need the dark saber to lead, um, and that the dark saber is like you know some like you know it's fine or whatever. But like the real Mandalore, uh, he tamed the Mythosaur, and that's right. what made people. And you know also probably taming a Mythosaur will really be helpful in battles and stuff. Yes, so, you know seeing a dude, it's like you know a, a dragon in in a, a uh, Game, Game of, of Thrones. Thrones right? Yeah. Although this Mythosaur has been sleeping underwater, right? Right. So, like, what can do mythosaurs fly and stuff like that? I don't even know. Like, so I don't know if they can fly. In, I'm gonna, gonna Wikipedia it. Yeah, I think in the cartoon from the holiday special, it was like it was just like a giant uh, brachy brachiosaurus type yeah. of dinosaur type thing. So, who knows? It's, it'll change because John Favreau changes things up all the time. Um, so we'll see what it actually turns out to be. But then. Uh, he talks about canyons, and she says they arrive from the bombing because originally the waters, uh, living waters, weren't that deep. But because right. of all the bombing the that happened, activity. the seismic activity cracked open the living waters to open up everything under underground there. So, um, so maybe that mythosaur had been like lying dormant under the ground for yes. however many thousands of years, and then the bombings. You know, shook things up. Shook things up and, and open up. So there could be more than one. Yeah. There could be a whole family of mythosaurs that are living under there, which would be pretty cool. Yeah. My guess is probably there's only going to be the one because the original Mandalore tamed the mythosaur, and now there's one more mythosaur, so that's going to tame that one, or Bo's going to tame that one as well. And then we fly off the planet, and then Grogu's gurgling uh, in the back. Yep, and more, more little chit chat. Yep, and this was the when I as soon as I heard him gurgling, it sounded to me 
like he said, the same thing that they both said right before him, which was, this is the way. Yeah. And I was like, oh, why didn't we think of that for his first words right. two episodes ago? Yeah. Instead of his first words being dad or frog, I'm sure it's going to be, this is the way. At the very end of the season, he's going to do something with his powers, and then he's going to say, this is the way, and that's going to be what his first words are. You think? I think so. That's pretty hard for a first word. It is, you know, like but Mama, he's also dad, dad. Those are easy to say words. Yeah, but he's had fifty years to practice. Yeah, but I mean, if he has had fifty years and he's still this behind, it might be a little <laughs> might be time to just go ahead and say maybe maybe he's not going to talk. Oh, and by the way, it's Star Wars, yeah. so yeah, it's true. either going to be that or may the force be with that's you. Right. Yeah. Um. So or then sand. I hate sand. sand. <laughs> it gets everywhere. That's right. Um, so yeah, so then he starts gurgling and then all of a sudden, as one does, as one does, TIE fighter starts showing up and she starts to run from them and she says, get on the gun. So then a gun pops out of the back and, uh, our friend Dan is pew pewing away and classic star Wars dogfight. We did. It was good. It was very good. It was very good. So my favorite thing about this, and I, I said this to several people is that it like, it felt like vintage Star Wars mm-hmm. at one point. First of all, it looked great. Yes. But like, you know, in a lot of Star Wars battle scenes, I'm like waiting for the battle to end. I'm like, mm-hmm. all right, we're in a filler battle scene. How long is this going to last? But this one, I was like, yeah, actually like, invested in. I was watching it. And I thought it was really cool. Like when they were uh, racing the horses on the top of the ship. Yes. Exactly and like being that. able to breathe, even though it was in outer space, yes. but it was wasn't quite in outer space, maybe I don't know. But yes, but but yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so the the one line that I absolutely loved that like I like was the most charming little action like super star old school Star Wars was when they're flying through and Skippy I guess is talking to Bo-Katan and she's <laughs> like, relax, I've been. I, I grew up flying these mountains, and then something happened. She goes, well, it has been a while. It has been a I mean, while. That's, that's totally old uh-huh. school Star yeah. Wars banter. That's like a total Han Solo yep. quote right there. Yep. Like, and I was like, like, I just grinned like an idiot when uh-huh. she said that. I was like, this yeah. is so cool. This is so cool. And like you said, the, the CGI in it was amazing. The graphics yep. were so good. Yeah, they, like everything they did was cool. Like when, when Din popped out and like... Like the, yeah. the super, he like he did the superhero thing where he just kind of like Iron Man did to the yep. thing and he just dropped and, and just then, dropped. Um, again, uh, d- like you know, having he he has this jetpack that they've been like at very beginning they said, oh, you're gonna have to train with it. And we didn't really get a training <laughs> montage. There was no that. training montage. He just put it on and he just went beep boop 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 beep boop boop Boom. and psh, he, was, he was I know how to do it. Uh, and yet somehow he still can't wield a freaking lightsaber. <laughs> no. Um but it was the, she did that like crazy J turn with the yeah. uh by flipping up the yep. one one the, the wing axis yeah. thing they have. And then he did the whole like uh stall out mm-hmm. and fly you know straight down fly right yep. through the their fly explosion. right through their explosion. Which and has to cause some damage. So right? if like, you noticed that um Ryan Airy did point this out when he came down and he flew through the explosion. He actually lifted up a little bit above the explosion. Uh, it was the first time in Star Wars that they didn't just go right through the cloud. So he was of, trying to pull like a, a Russia and the U.S. drone sort of. Thing. Yes, just clip the wing. Yep, just clip the propeller. wing of it just to make it go fall out of out of power. Um, the one thing that I didn't really notice too much or even care too much about. When Din dropped out of her ship, I was like, oh, is Grogu going to drop out also? I thought so, too, but he just hid in his little thing. He just hid in his little thing in her ship. And I guess because I know, like, neither of them are going to die. Right. 
that I didn't even think that maybe Bo was going to just like abandon him and take Grogu with her. Right. I think maybe because she had nowhere to go. Yeah. Really, like in particular. So I was like, oh, but like some people were saying, oh, it, it was so much drama because they were separated and she could have just disappeared and then he would have had to. Yeah, I didn't but, think about that. At all. I didn't I think about that at all because I'm like, that's not where the story yeah. is going. And meanwhile, what I was thinking was like, as he as she was doing all this crazy shit, I'm like, hey, man, my kid's in that car. You drive yeah, it, you know, like. buckle up. <laughs> yeah. Um. So that was cool. And then. Then we see the Thai bombers come and blow up her house. her house. That poor one droid that she, she yes, that one uh, Mandalorian droid is mm-hmm. now destroyed. And her chair, she loved that chair. That chair, that giant concrete chair with her blanket on it and everything is all all gone. Yeah, she's got her iPad with Netflix. And, <laughs> she's like, no. See, my theory is that her her helmet can do Netflix. So like, sure, she literally, she has the helmet there, but she's in pajamas and she right. has the helmet on. And, and she's just, just like, like watching, like uh, <laughs> you know, Great British Bake Off. And, there you go. Up, oh, Dinjarin's coming. Let me throw on. The, uh, let throw me on let me armor. throw on some armor. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So they blow that up. So now she had. Now she's homeless. Now she's mad. She doesn't know what to do. Um, and then they start to fly and then a whole another fleet of ships come at her and they're like, where are all these ships coming from? So I wonder, uh, I wonder if there's a star destroyer around the corner. So the, the thing is they, she said something, he said, he said to her, you know, when you steal the, uh, warlords ships, they get pretty angry at you. So the ship that she was in was the one that they stole, right? Where um, they talked about stealing last season when they stole the bigger ship, right? Um, so since Mandalore is a destroyed planet out in the outer rim, it's a great place for a crime boss to hide all of his stuff. Sure. And then when you see somebody else is there, you're going to go blow it up. But what they didn't realize was it was going to be too well-trained Mandalorians flying around here and blowing up half of your fleet. So then he, he, they, you know, a little bit of evasive maneuvering, and then they uh, light speed out of there, and she says, where are we going? And he says, someplace really safe. And then they wind up back at the armor. And it was a funny, I did like his line when when he just said, kind of like, just a little like off, off, centered note here he's just like uh you might not want to take your helmet off around yeah, these guys <laughs> yeah probably probably it's just you know <laughs> it's probably, probably better for the best keep your helmet on and, and why don't we just finish out this story arc yeah yeah this makes sense right fast forward 45 minutes well yeah we, and, and we're back <laughs> and we're back right yeah um and so they they go like Getting out of the ship, and of course, Paz Vizsla has to be a jerk for whatever reason. Yeah, Every, because literally everyone else is like, "Yeah, we get it. You bathed. You're good." But he's still just like, oh, "He's like, I, you can't prove it. I don't believe you." Classic eighties bully mentality. Bully, uh, grumpy old brother yeah. who's who's mad that his younger brother is getting all the attention. Freaking John Favreau. Yeah, John Favreau. Um, so they walk on in, and he's like, "Hey, I went and took a bath in Mandalore, and I can prove it." Because here's this vial of tap water that well, came out e- of my back tube. Even better, he was like, it, and Bo-Katan was like, he did, I was there. I was totally there. I, I was totally there, guys. totally saw it. He was there, he did it. You got to take my word for it. That's it. Who even are you? Though, who, are you? Who, who are you? Even though we even though we don't like each other, yeah. uh, you know, I think you're an idiot because you never take your helmet off, and I think you're an idiot for taking your helmet off. But, but you got to totally trust my word. Guys. So, yeah, so let's do it. And so they go inside. Um, and now here's a theory I hadn't, 
heard of until recently that I actually kind of like that. I okay. So you're you're calling the Clone Wars Death Watch fell under the uh, leadership of Maul when he took the uh, dark saber. Now in um, Clone Wars, his little Mandalorian minions took on little horns on their helmet. Right, because he had horns on his head. Yep. Right. So the and thought is that the armor must have served under Maul. Right, because she has the little spikes on her yeah. helmet as well. And I had never thought about that. And I think yeah. And that's pretty interesting. And uh, Bo-Katan, she was part of Death Watch because right. her sister was the one that was the pacifist. Yes. And Bo-Katan at the time was like, no, we need to fight to, to keep our power. But it was when Maul joined, I think, that, right. that Bo-Katan decided, nah, this is not my deal. And mm -hmm. Mostly because she didn't accept Maul as an outsider. As an outsider leading not, them. He did not walk the way. Right. Um, so, yeah, a lot of stuff, a lot of interesting stuff that, like, again, I hadn't thought about why she had those horns. Uh, but I hadn't even put that together. That that's totally likely that this. And I, I'm wondering if they go anywhere with that. You know, because I'm like, hoping they do, because uh, I'm seeing them all coming together because now that Bo is there, it'll be interesting to see if Bo challenges for the leadership. Right. I think if she goes back to Mandalore and somehow tames the um, mythosaur. mythosaur, then she's going to challenge the armor for ruling of that coven. And also, covert. once she tames what covert, covert, yes. And also, after she tames it, then they said, like he said, Din Djarin said to her, like, "Where's all your people? Where's all your your clan?" Your clan? Right. And she said, "They're all scattered because I lost the dark saber." Get the knife, right? So since I don't have this knife, I'm no longer of value to them. But if she has a mythosaur, then she has valuable. even more value than the dark saber. So it'll be interesting to see if they all come back. But then what are they going? I mean, they're, I guess they're going to be fighting Gideon because he'll he'll be back. Moff Gideon will be back. And uh, because we know he's not dead because Giancarlo Esposito has been doing a lot of press for the show. Yeah. And you're not going to do press for the show if you're, if not, you're not in it. Yeah. <laughs> Look, we're going to pay you $100,000 to do press. Talk Just talk about it's us. It's going to be great. Just pretend like you're a part of it. And it'll be a big surprise. Um, that would be really funny. That would, would be a complete waste of money, but it would be really, really funny to just to get us. Just to get us. Yeah. Ha! He wasn't even in it. Um, so yeah. So that's the and oh, and then then we get into the part. I don't believe you, right? Paz Visla, who is somehow related to Pre Visla. Yeah, distantly, and then who is of course very distantly related to. Uh, uh, who was the one who who originally wielded the dark saber? Was that Pre Visla? Was the no, first one? Pre Visla was the uh, the leader of Death Watch in the Clone Wars. Okay, uh, there was another Visla. Yes, I'm old head Visla. Yeah. Old Visla. Steve Visla. Steve Visla. <laughs> uh, Tar Visla. Tar Visla. Yes. Yeah, Tar Visla. Um, who was the original wielder, a Force-sensitive human male Mandalorian, who was the first of his order to be inducted into the Jedi Order as a child and later became a Jedi Knight. According to legend, he created the Darksaber, a unique black-bladed lightsaber which would become the symbol of leadership within House Visla and became the ruler of Mandalore. He was also the ancestor to Pre Visla and Paz Visla. There we go. So Pre and Paz uh, hated cousins of each other. 
Indeed. Indeed. All right. So now, um, and, and then, so then after Paz is like, you don't have, you weren't there. You can't prove it. Did you see the one meme? There was a, a or not even a meme. It was like a video. Uh, somebody that we follow on our Bantam Milk page, <laughs> but the guy's a, a cosplayer and he has a whole Din Djarin cosplay costume. He puts soapy bubbles on the top of his helmet. And he's like, I was in the, I was in the waters. I'm telling you, I was. So it was I pretty funny. I haven't even washed the shampoo out of my hair yet. <laughs> I not out yet. <laughs> and so then they, they take the little water and they bring it inside and they pour it into the bowl and then they use the pensive and they take out the, the memories out of their head and they yep. go back and they watch Tom Riddle. That's right. Uh, Tom Riddle. Um, but I guess somehow, like, maybe this is just a giant pH test. And like, oh, they turned green. Yeah, that's good. it. Good but, but it's the same thing that happens... We we see the armorer pour some water into it before right. before she makes all the other stuff. So she has her own collection of living water. living water. Um, maybe she just needed more of it, and that's why she and, was saying, and "Hey, is living water like you know something that's necessary in the forging of maybe it's what makes Beskar the Mandalore armor. Beskar armor even harder the the living water does. Maybe when I was in high school, I was on the swim team, and we were." For district championships, it was us versus Council Rock High School. Ugh, Council Rock. Hate Council Rock. CRHS is That's the right. Worst. They're the worst. And we, it was at their pool. So what did we do? We got three gallons of water out of our pool, and we went to our lanes of the pool, and, and we poured, pool poured our it. pool water into it. That seems rude. It, we still lost. Well, so it doesn't well, matter. Because you were rude. We were rude. <laughs> rude people aren't winners. That's right. So, yeah. So, she poured her water in, proved that it was the living water. And said, hey, you're both good to go now. You're good now. You remember yeah. all that mean stuff I was saying to you? The Trust, past, forget past, forget about it. With, it. Water near a bridge. Yep. You, not you, under it. but like Not under it, it, but near it. And you went in the water, so you're good. Yeah. Both of you, though. Oh, yeah. And you, too. Bo, you went in, right? Yeah. Uh, did you take your helmet off since then? No. Which okay. Why? Like, well, you know, why? She why? was in her in her ship that whole time, and she didn't want to like just. Take she her, the she takes off. her helmet off all the time, yeah. so it is funny that she didn't, uh, because she would have normally. But I wonder if she was. I think when she saw that mythosaur, she decided. She said, she, "Okay, this is my way in, yeah. and this is my way to to get these people under my watch." Right. So I think she she was very. Um, not manipulative, but very, uh, what's planning it out, thinking Method- ahead. Methodical. Yes. Very methodical and saying, okay, I'm not going to take my helmet off and see what happens. But then as soon as I get inside my, my own chambers, psh, I'm taking it off and, and because I don't like wearing this helmet. So, yep. Yo, you didn't take yours off either. Good. You're in. You're both in. Yay. And then everybody was celebrating. Good job. Patting them all on the yeah, back. Like, and like, because they're Mandalorians and they can't take their helmets off. Like they have to find ways for them to emote for the camera in non like yeah in background so it's all just like pat on back pat on back pat on back congratulate them pat, pat on, on back. back and I guess they're all just going this is the way <laughs> this is the way <laughs> that's what they were saying Except exactly for Paz. Paz had his classic evil I'm not done with this yet I'm taking um, my ball and I'm going home I don't that like dude this is totally gonna challenge either Din or uh, well he challenged Din once already yeah. And he, uh, lost. and he lost. So he's already bitter about that. Right. And he has much bigger and, armor. And Din could barely even swing the sword at that point. Right. right. And he and he still was able to beat him. Yeah. So I think uh, he just needs his giant Gatling gun. And he's like, oh, yeah, well, I'll just blast you all. And even though they have 
excuse me, Beskar armor that will re- repel it. Pew, pew, pew. Pew, so pew, pew. whatever. So that's the end of the fun stuff. That's the end of the fun stuff. And then we have this oh, other. We, well, we do end up with like a shot of Bo-Katan looking up at the wall. Yes. At the Mythosaur skull. At the like, Mythosaur like skull. Like you have right over there, yep. actually. Just um, like it. And we get that, like, ooh, I saw that. <laughs> mm-hmm. I know. They don't, but I do. They don't know, but I know that there's another one. Yeah. And if I tame it, I can then be. Y'all's mine. You're mine. You're all mine. So I wonder if she's going to tame it or just cut its head off and just bring the skull up. I think she'll probably tame it. Because it'll be more fun to tame it than it would be. Yeah, I mean, like, think about, like, And then you let know, the Jawas take the, were, take the egg out of it. If there were still, like, blue-footed boobies. Are there still blue-footed boobies out there? Is that not extinct yet? Mm. Dodo birds. If dodo there birds. Dodo birds. There's no more dodo birds. You know, no one wants Except to go, Kevin. hey, there were dodo birds, right? Because here's one's here's body. One. I chopped this <laughs> off myself. Told you there were still dodo birds. But I told you, look, here's its head. I found it for you. Dodo is what, Dodo one, of my, one of my favorite characters on Tiny Toon Adventures as a kid. Dope, dope. He was a dodo bird. Uh, t- well, see, you're talking Tiny Toon and Tiny Toon. Tiny Toon Adventures. Like not the original not Tiny Toons. No, but like Tiny Toons with yeah. Yakko, Wacko, and Dot. No, that was Animaniacs. Oh, Tiny Toons with yeah. yes. With uh, the baby, um, the kid versions of yeah, what Bugs Bunny, and uh, they had a baby Tasmanian devil that I was saying was Cameron as a baby, but it was purple. Um, but yeah, or it was actually a boy. But I, I, I found one and painted it purple because I wanted it to be like Cameron. I loved it as a kid. Um, yes, I like Tiny Toons. I remember Tiny Toons. I don't remember the baby Dodo, but I do remember Tiny Toons. Yeah, I, well, I used to play the Tiny Toon Adventures uh, Nintendo game. Super for Super Nintendo. Okay, I remember in the loading screen, one of them was he went dope, dope. Um, then that's exactly how it went. That's pretty um, funny. I'm I'm a little annoyed because it's not telling me like who like what the the characters were. Um, casting. Okay, casting. All right. Um, so we had Babs. Yes. And uh, and Bugs. Bugs. Well, no, not Bugs because Bugs was the old bunny. Oh, so it was a baby. Oh. Okay, I thought it was a baby Bugs Bunny, but it was because Bugs Bunny was a character. Like it was like a teach. He was a teacher. So Buster Bunny. Okay, here we go. Okay, Buster Bunny, Elmira Duff, Fifi La Fume, Montana Max, Plucky Duck. Oh, Plucky Duck was the best because he was the baby duck, and whenever he'd be in an elevator, go elevator, go down the hole. (laughs) Yes, I remember that. Um, (laughs) Let's see, Uh, Dizzy Devil. Dizzy, Dizzy Devil, Devil was yep. the baby Tasmanian Devil. Shirley the Loon. Um, yeah, man, that's too great. But anyway, we were talking about Star Wars. Um, we were. Rewind 42 minutes in the episode, and we are back to we're back. Andor. Well, not Second Andor. One. Well, it's 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 very cloak and dagger, sort of like Andor. Oh, oh, like the TV it, show Andor. Okay, like yes. Because like we're on Coruscant. Feel. Yeah, very, yes. So um, now we're on Coruscant, and now we're back to somewhat of an Andor feel. I see what you're saying, yeah. man. Because the the wealthy and the most powerful people still live on Coruscant, and they don't really care who's in charge as they long don't. as they stay wealthy and powerful. It doesn't really matter to them. Hey, if I were wealthy and powerful, I wouldn't care about that either. But here I am. But here not I am. Wealthy, not wealthy not and powerful, powerful, so I do care who's in charge. That's right. Um, so we see that this is the start of how the Republic will split into two parties. The Populist Party that wants a decentralized government, which is what... Uh, what's her name? The leader of the re- of the rebels, um, Mon Mon Mothma was, and then uh, a 
uh, the centrics that want a more powerful central government. So this is the start of it. And these are all these wealthy people that are just like, oh, well, as long as I stay wealthy, I don't care. Uh, and they don't care who's in charge. Pershings is talking when he's talking in that opera house, when he has the giant hologram of him up mm-hmm. there and everybody's watching. It's the same opera house that Palpatine tempted Anakin Skywalker in. Yes. And was telling him the about- tragedy. Of Darth Plagueis the Wise. Yep. Yeah. And, and the, uh, all the shots was showing you the same. Outside was all the same. The red carpet was the same. The building itself was the same. It was one of the less obvious winks at the audience. Right. But the it was one. also showing that Coruscant hasn't changed because it hasn't had to change. Yeah, that's true. Because it's been uh, uh, impervious to any of the wars. Yeah, because... Well, well, but that's interesting, too, because we see that by the time we get to... Um, the Last Jedi, or uh, I'm sorry, uh, The Force Awakens, the Republican stuff isn't even on Coruscant anymore. They, they've right. shifted to, like, they kind of do a rotating thing. Yes. Um, they're on a d- completely different system, which gets blown up. But, man, Coruscant really does, like, apparently, like, escape that. It escapes all that. Yeah. yeah. Good for it. Good for it. Um, so then, after person's uh, done talking, he's, like, walking down the steps, and he's talking all about what he does and how he's not actually uh, gene splicing or not, uh, but he's, he's splicing genes together. So he's taking two different species and splicing them yes, together in order to harvest organs. Right. And he said he was his mom. Cause, yes. Cause his mom uh, died in a, a touching story. It was a very touching. He's story. a good guy, right? Yep. We're supposed to like, go, Oh man, this is a conflicted character, right? He's trying to do good. He was, all he's trying to do is work within the boundaries that he's been given and make like all of, of person kind. Cause you know, there's somebody to so all of them better, right? That's this guy. Oh, what a guy. I hope nothing bad ever happens to him. Right. Because we don't want anything and we don't want any foreshadowing in this at all either no, because we no. see lots of that. Oh yeah. Uh, so, and it's, it's like you said, it's showing he's a good guy, but we knew that because we knew that from season one when he was trying, he's like, please don't hurt the baby. Right. Um, you know, and he's like, oh, I did everything I could to not kill him type of thing. I took as much as I could without killing him. So you see that he's a good guy. You see that also the fact that they're rehabilitating him, but he was never an actual imperial author in the imperial. Um, what's the word I'm looking Chain for? Of command Chain of command. Yeah, he was. He wasn't military. in the military. He, he was, was just a scientist, a scientist that was working for the military. Right, a yeah. cloning scientist was, that was, was working. He was an independent contractor. Yeah, he was an independent he was a contractor. Ci- a civilian. A civilian working for a military installation. Right. Yeah. That happens a, all the time. Happens all the time. Uh, and then we meet Ella Kane. Alaya. Uh, Kane. Alaya. Yeah, yeah. She befriends him because I think she's a spy. She's still working for Gideon. Yeah, for sure. Gideon. And they could have done a better job making it less obvious and a little more mm-hmm. so. But like from the very beginning, it was like, all right, this this girl's up to no good. Yeah, right. Like it's it never at one point was I like, oh, so she's actually is rehabil- rehabilitated. Yeah, you know, like, like I always knew she was going to do some bad stuff. Right, and and even the fact that she was hanging out with the other guys doesn't mean anything. Those other guys were just their puppets, also. But yep. she's she's definitely pulling a sn- spy sneaking in to try and do bad stuff. Yeah, still. master manipulator. She found out what was important to her her mark. She got the biscuits. She she created a kind of like oh she we're we're the same we're just trying to get oh oh screw you you're done you're done yeah give me these give me these cloning supplies and get, so get mind flayed there's a lot well first off they talk when they first meet they talk about 
how Gideon was mind flared. So a little foreshadowing. Right, right. Uh, oh, and we heard the word mind flare. So something, somebody's going to get mind At flared. At the very least, that was less obvious than last week when in the in the freaking intro they said the word mythosaur. Right. You know, at that point, uh, but like that, I heard them say mind flare, and like looking back on it, I go, oh, that was foreshadowing. But it's not like they said mind flare, and I was like, oh, someone's getting mind. Someone's you know, getting like, mind flare. Yeah. Like a, but like yeah, that was I, that was I think a better version of my of uh, foreshadowing than they did last week. Sure, and there's one more foreshadowing that they do later on when she tells him to touch the rock. Go ahead, go you can right. go touch the rock, and then he gets in trouble. It was more foreshadowing of her leading him setting into him setting him up for yeah. to get in trouble. So all she does is like, oh no, you could oh just come with me, we'll be fine, it's yeah. okay, and then he gets in trouble again. Um, so. After that, the after his thing, he's like walking down the steps, and and all the uh, wealthy people are treating him like this new toy. Like, oh, look at this guy from the outer rim, this this scientist who can do yeah. cool things. Um, and the way they portrayed all the aristocrats and the oh and the high, like, it was so well done. Like, yeah, just, they want they clearly are sending a message about the people with money and power. And they they reminded me a lot of. Uh, Mocking Jay. What was that movie? Oh yeah, the, uh, Hunger Games. Hunger sure. Games, like the wealthy people from District One. Yep. in the in the Hunger Games, in the who, outlandish outfits yeah. and like the, completely and unaware, unaware of, yeah. and very like, oh yeah, they drafted me. Can you imagine me yeah. on the outer rim? Yeah. That would never happen, you know. So it was very like pompous and whatever. Um, so then he gets into his ship to go back, hit the taxi or whatever you want to call it, to go back to his his uh, housing. And the droid that was there is the droid that they modeled after the Ralph McQuarrie drawings of C-3PO. C-3PO. Yeah, for sure. And it was also the same one. they He was in uh, Star Wars Rebels. That type of a droid was in Star Wars Rebels as well at one point in time. Um, and that droid mentions Blossom's. The I six blossoms, um, he just says that they're these really rare flowers from Star Wars Galaxies. Nice, of course. Um, I'm telling Filoni you, clearly played. Yeah, I'm telling you, Filoni played. Uh, he played a lot. I can guarantee it. And then they're talking about the rehabilitation process, the constantly the rehabilitation process, and I understand why Ella. Uh, Alaya. Alaya was because she was a soldier right. in the Empire. He wasn't. I mean, he was a scientist, but it's kind of like world after World War II when we took all the German scientists after we beat Germany right. and we made them build us the spaceships yeah. to get uh, yeah, to sure. get to uh, to get to the moon. Yeah, and then you know they were all Nazis, but we we gave them cars and buildings and houses and all this stuff. Yep. Um, so it's kind of like he's he's kind of like those. He was just a scientist. He wasn't actually in the military. You don't have to write good fiction if there's good nonfiction to base to base it off of. of. Yeah. Um, so the, uh, this is where he meets new friends. The biscuits. We talked about the biscuits already. And the biscuits. If you saw the wrapper closely, there was a little imperial symbol on them. And they did mention the cogwheels. Yeah. At one point, oh, except there, uh, you know, there were more cogwheels up. Or, or something like that. I was like, oh, they're talking about the imperial symbol uh, yeah. on flags and stuff. Um, but those those biscuits remind me and made me hungry for those Bischoff cookies you get on planes. Oh, yes. Uh-huh. I love those things. So yes. Much. And that's where they got it from us, from that from that imperial plane. She that's said, true. Yeah. She said, this is where I got the biscuits for you. It was right. when she went out here. 
Uh, we talked about the rock already, foreshadowing. Keep trying to get him to go outside. Oh, she keeps that trying was to cool, go. Though, the fact that like I never thought about the fact that they're just floating on top of the world as opposed to like being on the surface. Yeah, you know, like if the tip of the highest mountain just reaches the city, this is pre like what's making the city float. Right, you know, like, right, and and how much material is there? The whole they said there's one trillion people in the yep. city, and how how much material is there in all of this? And they were on the floor of the city. Yeah, where but we've already seen many times in Coruscant that there's you know, there the, are buildings way higher, way high because Anakin falls for like twenty minutes mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's still fine. And he's waiting. He's like, "Come on, Obi Wan, let's go. Come get me." There we go. There we go. And also, is it? Uh, they also have like the, the further down and the closer you get to the planet, is lower levels of. Is that on Coruscant too, or is so that... you would think it would be? I mean, in Knights of the Old Republic on Terrace, which is like the very first uh, planet you're on. Okay, that's basically what it is. Where there's, but I mean, it's for that. It's like if you're if you're on the station. Then you're like doing well, and then like below the station levels, you're doing less well, and then the surface is just like not you know, it's rat ghoul poisoning and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I, I I would think that that was would be this kind of the case anywhere, you know, like you know the the lower levels are the slums, and it's like where yeah. all the dirt and the detritus fall from above, and you know the above is you know where you get the views and you get the you know. Um, but they had this really nice little fair. Yes. Right? That looked like a delight. It looked like a delight. And I liked how the floor looked like it was like a tiled floor, not a standard what we have with our streets, like concrete, blacktop. Like it was really well-maintained, very nice-looking area, and a cute little fair, and they had these glowing popsicles. Yeah. Um, So it was pretty cool. But their tongues didn't glow. Their tongues did not glow. And even when they put it in, did you ever do the – flashlight under your chin or the sure. flashlight on your finger and yeah. it kind of you would think that when you suck on it that your mouth would glow a not little these, bit not these. but i guess not whatever you, anyway never mind any mind yeah um, so uh then then we see him doing his mundane work of decommissioning all of the uh files right and he's like i'm doing all this work and all you're doing is just throwing it all away they're like yeah yep yeah this is what we do deal we with it deal with it so then she she's really luring him in now she's like don't you want to keep doing your work? And he was like, yeah. And he asked, oh, no, you're not allowed to do that. Peer pressure. Yeah. Peer pressure. And then he's like, oh, I really want to do it. Now I'm mad then, that I can't then, do and it. And then they're like, hey, like, you know, do you resent us at all? And he's like, nah. <laughs> like any person with half a brain knows how to answer all those questions. Yeah. Are you mad at anybody that you work with? No, we're good. No, man. we're good. Yeah, I'm pissed at you, bro. Let's talk about <laughs> you, it. You robot. I don't like you. <laughs> I don't like you or I don't like the cut of your jib. I don't like <laughs> what do you I think don't of like that? Your stupid glowy eyes. Yeah, what do you think of that? What are you gonna do? Mind flare me? Whatever. Ten uh, minutes later. T- yeah. And so so then she she finally convinces him to go get the stuff. And I didn't even put two and two together where she stole it then at the end because I was thinking that she was going to steal to to get him so that he's so angry that he comes with her, but she just wanted his technology, so she stole his technology. She paid off the guys or the guards or whatever. And she and, waited until he. She said, you know, even when he was getting that, he said like, "I'll take just what I need." 
You know what I mean? So clearly, whatever he needs for his research is in this box. Now. Is in this box this now. This is what he needed. This is what he needs. So she knows that this is what you need for your cloning research so that we can clone Palpatine and bring back our hero and savior. So then she sets him up, and then at the end, they say, oh, you're you're the good apple, and he's the bad apple. Thank you for saving the day and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, and by the way, this we gave it, what, a C plus? Yeah. I think I would have given it a B minus if it weren't for this scene. Okay. And when he goes, it was a trap. <laughs> it was like, a trap, and he looked at the, the Mongolian guy. And I'm like, are you freaking serious? Like, like there's a way to do it, and that ain't it. That's you know? that's like, the uh, Han. What's your last name? I don't uh, have a last solo. name. All right, Solo. Yeah. You're by yourself. It's Solo. Okay. Like even if they had like, but like they they even paused. Uh huh. Like, it was like they they, they like said that, it, it was like don't yeah. yeah you're <laughs> waiting for that drum beat after it. And it it's it a just trap. Made me groan. Yeah. Like, it was like you're like you know, they've oh, done come such on. a good job with Easter eggs. That was so ham fisted. It was it was so ridiculous. It's a trap. Really, you had to do that to the Mon Calamari and guy. Again, he just like breaks the fourth wall and stares at the camera. Yep. Ha like, ha. <laughs> get it? Get it? Do you get it? Uh so. There is uh, more parallels with him breaking the rules to Anakin breaking the rules. So this is a big uh, comparing him to Anakin type of episode. If you wanted to look that far into it, they're in the old shipyard. Uh, we get back to the oh and then oh that's what it was. the uh, same thing as the Empire. Then it's a trap set to the Mon Calamari, and then they set up the mind flare. And he goes, "No, you're gonna mind flare me." And the guy, Nah, this is a Mixagrabalin four two XG. Uh, make your ha- brain happyable device. We're good. No We're worries. good. Don't you see? It's it's painted white. It's nice and pretty. It's yeah. not a mind flare, which is black and, and gray. Like, we don't turn it up all the way. Right. We'll just leave it at two. We and won't turn it we'll up. Leave it at two, and then we'll walk away with the random like with a random person standing. Around. Fine. And what does this dial do? Oh, that's what will turn it up real loud. Oh, okay. okay just so I know. Just so just I know. So I, know. I just want to make sure that that's sure the no dial. One does that. Yeah. Don't do that. Oh. Oh, wait, what? As I turn it up. And see, my speaker goes to 11. Most speakers only go to 10, but mine goes to 11. See, it's louder. What's funny is Pagan literally, because I watched it the second time with her today, and she goes, as soon as the dude leaves, she's like, she's going to crank that to 11. That's what she's going to do. That's what she's going to do. And lo and behold, Mm -hmm. she did. No one, no one who's listening to us has watched Spinal Tap. Nope. No you should. <laughs> so, funny thing about Spinal Tap, when I saw it the first time, I was at a, at a friend of the family's house, and he's watching it, and he's laughing, and I'm like, oh, what are you watching? He's like, Spinal Tap. I'm like, what's it about? He's like, oh, it's about a rock band. I'm like, oh. I'm like 16, 17, never knew what it was. I thought he was watching a real documentary. Like a documentary. <laughs> and I'm like, what is going on with this band? That's amazing. Like everything this is was pre-YouTube, you know. Yeah, we didn't know. We didn't know there was no IMDb. You know? I, and I'm like, Lenny and Squiggy, Squiggy's in a or Lenny's in a band now. I'm like, okay. Yeah. I'm like, they don't even know the words to the songs. There, I remember the one scene they came out of these like giant pods, and the pods were supposed to <laughs> Lenny's wouldn't open, and he's like yep. smashing. And I'm like. Oh, this poor band. Little did I know that it was a comedy fake documentary. It was the the office before the office. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So now that I know that it's not real, it's really funny. Yeah. If you haven't seen Spinal Tap, go check it out. Yeah, if you haven't, check it out. Um, it's only been out for 30-some-odd years. Yeah, so we're not giving anything away. If you didn't see it yet, you, you need to. Yeah. And I'm sorry that I ruined it for you. That's it. 
Uh, I can't believe I was really looking forward to that pod scene. (laughs) How I know that it's going to, oh, this is the scene that's not going to work. Look at that. Hey, hey, guess what? He's going to have a hard time getting out of that. Oh, told you. Told you. Freaking Rob. Ruined it for (sighs) me. Anyway, Elia um, so yeah. decides I'm going to scramble his brains. I'm going to scramble his brains. Right? So, and he's sitting in there. He's smiling. He's like, ah, yeah. life is good. Look at all the pretty. Co- ah! uh, and then he does. And then he yeah. Does. So his brain gets fried. So where does this leave us? Because this is basically where this scene ends. And, we, and then we go back to the Mandalorian, the important part of the right. Mandalorian at the end. <laughs> back to your regularly scheduled your regular Mandalorian. <laughs> so next week. Is he going to come out just being a vegetable, not remembering anything? My, my guess is that he's done. You know, they they very specifically laid out in this episode that a mind flayer is no joke. Right. And right before they turned it up to 11, they even clarified. And he said, you're going to you're going to scramble my brain or whatever. Um, so he thinks he's done. Sure. Um, I think we'll probably catch Alaya, you know, in whatever her next plan is. I think maybe we'll see her try and hook up with uh Poyos Hermanos guy. Man, now I'm getting the bubbles. Now you're getting the bubbles. Um Los then, Poyos Tacos. Yes, uh, yeah, ooh, Los man. Poyos uh what was it? Chicken. Chicken, yeah. Yeah, Poyos Hermanos. Ooh, yes. Now I'm hungry. Mm, um, delicious. And then I think we'll probably get a little Mando drama. I don't know where that's headed, you know, because at some point in the next five episodes, these two have to meet these two disparate. Yeah, because yeah, we haven't seen Gideon at all. Right. So she has to take it back. She's going to steal the box back from the whatever the people that the police officers that took it from her. Right. She's going to steal it back. She's going to disappear. She's going to meet up with Gideon somewhere. Oh, I don't think that the police officers took it from her. I think that she paid them off and she has the. And box. she still has it. Yeah. Okay. I think that was the whole thing, and that's why that she like they they specifically said that he was under arrest, and then she just kind of looked just, at him and grabbed it and walked away and walked away. Um, so my guess is she already has it. She she and Gideon have somehow paid off people in the New Republic, which is you know another kind of like them leaning into the whole hey this is a New Republic, it's the same old crap. Yeah. Right? Um, and I think she's already on her way. Okay. You know, I yeah. Think, I think that like you know she's kind of back in in the program mainly just to fry what's-his-name's brains and right. make sure that he can't remember it. And then she's off to find Gideon. And it was interesting talking about how the New Republic is doing the same thing as the Empire did. All these people in the rehabilitation <laughs> didn't have names. They were giving them just yep. letters and numbers. He was like L-52 or something and like that. And that's where, like, when they introduced the, each other to themselves and he was Dr. whatever, Pershing, and yeah. she was, you know, Chief Petty Officer, Elia, whatever it was. Right. Um, it was like this poignant, oh, look, they're people again. But it was weird because she knew who he was. Right. And she even said, you know, I must have passed you a hundred times on the ship and never said hi. And that's where he... He had a nice subtle, oh, well, you know, we never had a reason to talk before, but now we do because now we're friends. Psych, we're not friends. I just used you. Brain scramble. Brain scramble. Beep, 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 beep. Now you don't remember me at all. Now you can't feed yourself. Nope. Um. So, yeah, I don't really know. I, I don't know how they're going to re-meet. I do see Aliyah Kane finding Gideon, wherever he is. Um, And I do see some Mando drama coming with Paz Vizsla. And Bo, Catan, and, and I can and see the other owl. Uh, I forgot Sabine. what the yeah Sabine Wren. Oh, we haven't seen Sabine Wren at all. Sabine. 
and we haven't seen the rumors are that we're gonna see uh what's her name is she she's still the one that went chasing after Kanan not Kanan um the boy the younger one from oh. rebels uh that's Sabine isn't it that's Sabine yes yeah. I'm, I'm sorry I got Sabine confused with ahsoka mm-hmm. yes we haven't seen Sabine so maybe Sabine will come to the armor. I'm thinking the rest of her owl people, the other two that she was with before, right. the girl and the boy, we got to get them back at some point in time. Um, yeah, so it'll be interesting to see. There's there's probably going to be some kind of Mandalorian civil war because there always is. Sure, sure. And House Visla is going to throw some stuff down, and yeah, I think some people are going to join them, and then it's going to. You know, and that's when Bo's going to come out on the on the Mythosaur. Mythosaur is going to eat. Has Vistle's head. Oh, thank goodness. And Get so rid of Favreau. Chop it right off. Yep. It just right. just like you know, it'll it'll mirror uh, Jango Fett's death in that the head will be decapa from the tated. De- yep. His decapa was tated. His decapa was tated. Yes. Um, and uh, it's just a flesh wound. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not dead yet. Yes, you are. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> um, and then uh, I think they're all gonna get some ice cream. And get some ice cream, mint chocolate chip, mint chocolate chip, mint chocolate chip. So yeah, so I Cut think I think we're gonna have what we have five episodes left. So there's probably gonna be one or two episodes. We're probably gonna get introduced to Gideon Brief, next episode yeah. briefly. We're gonna see that he's still alive. But they said he was mind flayed. Do you think maybe? I don't was, think was he that was. A lie I think it was a lie. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think he snuck out and. Since they don't know where he is, they're they're saying that he got mind flared, and that's why nobody knows where he is because they mind flared him and hit him off in some kind in a bunker in a bunker somewhere. But in actuality, he escaped. Yeah. Um. So we'll see him briefly. Maybe I was gonna say, like we saw him climbing out of this out of the ship holding the the, the dark, dark saber, saber yeah. but he doesn't have it. So. No. We're gonna see him come out He's somehow. He's gonna hold a lightsaber. He's gonna have like a green lightsaber. Yeah. <gasps> oh. Uh, so we'll see him briefly. There's gonna be some Mandalorian drama in the next two episodes, and then they're all gonna get back together because of the Mythosaur, and then they're gonna go after Moff Gideon with the Mythosaur. And you think a Mythosaur can fly in space, or they're gonna have to put it on a ship? It's gonna be a really big ship. All right, have to have a really big pen for really? it. Yes, but she's just gonna say sit. Or else, you know, she can she can because there's already precedent for her, you know making her helmet airtight when she went underwater. So maybe she'll ride the Mythosaur in outer space. And there we already saw the whales, so maybe uh, the Mythosaur will hold onto a whale right. while she holds on to the Mythosaur, and they will go into hyperspace that way. Or we'll find out that the Mythosaur also can travel in hyperspace. Yeah. And that's what the whales were. They they're were relatives of Mythosaurs. Yeah, they're whalosaurs. Whalosaurs. It's, you know, it is like a Pokemon evolution. It is. You know, we have the Magikarp, <laughs> and then they become the Whalosaur. Yep. And then, like, they Once the whale's in enough th- battle, the they evolve into the Mythosaur. So Bulbasaur, Ivysaur, Venusaur, Mythosaur. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It Sounds like a plan. Works for me. Works for me. All right. There we go. We you have it all broken first. down for you. First, first, you heard it on Bad the Milk Podcast. That's right. That uh, Pokemon turn into Mythosaurs. Yes. Con- uh, confirmed. Confirmed. Um, so, yeah, we'll be back at it next week with episode four. We will be. Um, and hopefully we get more Mando action. I hope and so. And a little less... Uh, Dr. Pershing's Dr. action. Well, you know, he's he's got less story to tell now. He does now that his mind is, is scrambled just scrambled eggs. eggs. Yeah. yeah. Um, so check us out on the social meds. Uh, make sure you're sending money into our Patreon to ensure that Rob's Ears beard up, continues to grow. Ears up, hyphen podcast. Right, we want that beard That's to right. stay as luxurious I'm gonna as I'm going to try ever. braiding it 
You should. Yeah. You should. You should get it to the point where you can give it a little ponytail. Yeah, I'm not going to go that far. No, you should. No. Listen um, to me. You should. I know what I should do, but I'm not going to. That's fair. <laughs> uh, you, know, you, you can lead a horse to water. You know That's I mean? right. Um, so anyway, uh, it's been a delight. Uh, we're always excited for Romando uh, action, and yes. we'll have more coming your way soon. So from us at Banfield Podcourse. What was you saying? Podcourse? Podcourse headquarters. That sounds like my speak good, not bad. We've spoken. We have spoken. <laughs>